readings of peace and strength. Dear friend, wherever you find yourself listening to this episode today, blessings to you, strength to you. And um, today's episode, as we continue in the season of creation, uh, where we give thanks uh, for the creativity of God and creation and uh, the season of creation will come to a close October the 1st when we have the blessing of the animals on the feast of St. Francis at St. Mary's Church. So uh, I hope that if you are in the neighborhood and you want to have the blessing of your pet or a pet that has died and you're willing to bring a photograph or anything like that, or even a rescue that you might have that needs an extra prayer, we will be celebrating the Feast of St. Francis at St. Mary's outside with a great view of the majestic Pacific Ocean on October the 1st at 10.30. Today, uh, let's bite into uh, another chapter. Let's... uh, Take a look at African spirituality's sacred dance with the sea. Uh, And so we we set sail from the familiar harbors of our Episcopal faith, um, St. Mary's and Laguna Beach, and let's set sail into the vast, mysterious expanse of African spirituality as the rhythmic waves of this ancient wisdom wash over us, we'll uncover the profound dance, I think, between humanity and the ocean, a dance that has been choreographed over millennia. African spirituality is a a mosaic of diverse traditions spanning the vast African continent as a symphony of reverence for nature. From the wonderful rhythmic drumbeats of the Yoruba uh, in Nigeria uh, to the soulful chants of Akan in Ghana, uh, the mystical rituals of the Dagara in Burkina Faso, uh, and the wonderful songs of freedom uh, in South Africa, my home country. There's a harmonious tune that celebrates the sanctity of the natural world. At the heart of this spiritual tapestry is the philosophy of Ubuntu, a term that whispers, I am because we are. Quick insight. According to experts that that research the history of the African continent. The original ancient name of Africa was actually, was most likely Alkebulan, Alkebulan, A-L-K-E-B-U-L-A-N. And the name translates to uh, mother of humankind or the garden of Eden. And this Al-Kebulan is an extremely old word. Its origins are indigenous. Many nations in Africa used this word, including Nubians, Ethiopians, Moors, and Numidians. And uh, many experts believe that the name actually came from two Venetian words, 
These words were friki and parika, which would translate corn and fruit, respectively. But that's, I just, I wanted to share that with you. And um, tell me what you think. Um, Or maybe is that something you've known before, or did you recently discover it? Back to Ubuntu, I am because we are a reminder of the intricate web of life where every thread is interconnected in the grand theatre of existence. Ubuntu casts the ocean, I think, as a lead character, emphasising that our destiny is intertwined with the health and vitality of the seas. A plea for collective guardianship. And for many African traditions, the ocean isn't merely a vast expanse of water. It's a realm of, of, of um, spiritual history, a reservoir of ancestral wisdom and a sanctuary of divine energy. Take, for instance, the Yoruba's veneration of Yemoya, the sea goddess, or Oh, she isn't just a deity, she's the heartbeat of the ocean, the guardian of life, the bestower of blessings. The, to harm the ocean is to silence her song, a melody that has echoed for eons. This perspective offers a wonderful uh, insight, I think, uh, to see the ocean not just as a resource, but Alive with stories, alive with secrets, alive with the spiritual. But let's tread carefully. Uh, This journey into the heart of African spirituality isn't a ticket to appropriate its essence. It's an invitation to sit, to listen and to learn. To be humbled by its depth and inspired by its wisdom. Um, The vast the tapestry of African spirituality offers a kaleidoscope of insights, each hue richer than the last. It paints a world where every action ripples through time and space, echoing in the metaphysical realm. Through this lens, the ocean's plight isn't just an ecological crisis. It's a spiritual tremor, I think, shaking the foundations of existence. And so as we embrace this perspective, I think our role in creation care takes a deeper dimension. It's not just about conservation. I think, uh, again, it's a divine mandate. A recognizing that the spiritual essence of nature and working to restore its harmony. Uh, But this dance with the African spirituality isn't a one-sided dance. It's a dialogue, a mutual exchange of respect and understanding. And as we draw from its well of wisdom, uh, I always want to ensure we honor its roots, its history, its sanctity. And so in in upcoming episodes, uh, I will share uh, some African environmental champions drawing from their well of experiences. I'll share some what we can maybe learn from their insights and their witness and their unwavering commitment to the ocean. As we stroll along the shores, and I hope you try this uh, whenever you visit us at St. Mary's, know that after our 8 o'clock or 10.30 service, you are welcome to continue to park 
in the parking lot and I would invite you, I would challenge you, take a walk down two blocks down to Main Beach. Stroll along the shore. Let the ocean's whisper remind you of your place in the grand tapestry of life. Let the spirit of African wisdom of Ubuntu transform you, making you more attuned, more reverent, and more in love with the ocean and all of creation. And I invite you, join us, share with us, share with me, and grow with St. Mary's together. Let's chart a course towards a future where the ocean's song remains undiminished, guided by our shared faith and commitment. Wherever Wherever you find yourself this day, dear friend, blessings to you, strength to you, and may you know God's peace this day. Yesu tawapano Yesu tawapano Yesu tawapano tawapano zitarenyu Till next time